everybody, and welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and today I'm joined by Alex from Three Hours Later Podcast. Alex, how are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's good. Good. It's uh, it's good. I, I know we've been trying to get this uh, going for a while, and I, I've been excited. So, you know, here we are. So, yeah, let's get to it. Yeah, yeah. Keep moving around schedules, but here we are. I'm excited finally for this to happen. So, uh, today what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going over the new, the big Xbox Inside that they did in uh, the UK, some of the announcements they had over there. And then we're going to go over one of the classic nerd activities, who would win in a fight. Uh, you put two geeks in a room and eventually this conversation will come up. And so that's what's going to happen right now. All right. So <laughs> let's get into our Xbox coverage. Uh, this was, again, kind of a downplayed event. As much as we were just talking about this beforehand, uh, they should have advertised this all over Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that. Instead, they really focused on advertising it on the Xbox themselves. Uh, but we have a few things. First thing I want to make sure to talk about is Rare announced a new IP called Everwind. Did you see the trailer for that? No, I haven't. I need to catch up on all this Xbox news. I'm such a huge Xbox fan. I mean, I have, yeah. I've had Xbox since it first came out with Halo and Perfect Dark and all of that. And I, I kind of fell a little bit behind some other games kind of... Um, Kind of keeping me occupied. I mean, uh, with the with Gamer Pass, I'm not sure if you have Game Pass with the oh, definitely Xbox. Do. The Outer yeah. Worlds, that's such a good game. So I've been so good, man. I think I'm like I don't know, thirty out, like thirty. Yeah, yeah, uh, thirty hours in. Oh, and wow, you passed me up. <laughs> I'm at level thirty right now. I'm I'm going in the last mission, and it's just such a beautiful, well done done game the the music yeah. to just the storylines to you actually what you pick matters and oh man i i'm not gonna ruin anything but i just want like this would be my pick for game of the year like hands and down one thing i find interesting about outer worlds there was so much buzz leading up to it and then since it came out i haven't heard hardly anything about it but there's gotta be people hooked out there <laughs> Yeah, I I'm just it's just a surprise game because you wouldn't really go out and get it with all like all the other games like Borderlands, uh, yeah. Gears of War. Those are like the big name title games that if you didn't have Game Pass, I would never have bought this game otherwise. True, and true, yeah. Here it is, like just kind of in the middle of Game Pass, like oh yeah, it's out. Yeah. And uh yeah, so we started playing. Uh Mike, the other co host from three hours later, is um mentioned it is like hey go check it out you'll like it it's from the it's from the people who made a, a fallout like yeah not 76 right so no the good stuff oh, yeah. and so uh so i start started playing and i haven't put the controller down so i miss like all this uh x what was it x019 x019 yeah x019 yeah yes yeah, so i completely missed all that <laughs> i've been work school and then the outer worlds whenever i can <laughs> i mean that's a good cause right there to be honest with you at least it's a good game and that's with the Xbox Game Pass, I, I also have been an Xbox you know supporter since the beginning. And then in the beginning, when you were, that was kind of like a rare thing. Like, yeah, they have Halo, right? What else is there? But there was a lot of good stuff out there. Um, but yeah, over the times, it's they've always kind of had some solid titles they bring to us. And uh, yeah, with this event, Rare showed up to bring out a new IP. Uh, other Rare games that we probably all have played, you're talking your Banjo-Kazooie, uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day, and then Sea of Thieves right now is their big one. And have you played any Sea of Thieves with the Game Pass? No, I haven't downloaded. Mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. 
Oh man, I'm I'm antsy for you to play that now. I want you to play it. You hit me up when you're about to play that, and I'll you come out with my crew. We'll show you how this game goes. It's crazy in there sometimes. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, and, and it's one of those games where so we'll talk about that CFE's announcement too because they had a, a bit of an announcement. But it's one of those games where it's open ocean and like you can basically set up your own adventure. You could go for some PvP if you want to. You could even write, raise the PvP flag on your ship so other people can see you on the map. So you're just asking to be hit. Uh, and yeah, it leaves it open for you. The big event, the big thing that was announced today is we have a new patch coming out. It's called the Seabound Soul, which of course sounds cool. And it's this whole thing where you're hunting down like these lost captains. Captain uh, Pendragon is his name, and he's like a ghost and whatnot. And everybody got excited because we're getting flaming cannonballs now. So you could actually shoot flaming cannonballs out of the yeah. ship and catch them on fire. Yeah, I love epic. that. Well, yeah. my favorite type of game is the the open world games. Like mm -hmm. I, I could like Borderlands was cool. Uh, that's what I like. You know, the the Outer Worlds, Skyrim is one of my all time favorite games. Oh, so yeah. anyway, where I just don't have the like uh, Call of Duty, like I could mess with that that campaign, and I could I love the online, but after a while. Like some of the bugs, like being knifed to death instead of being <laughs> blasted with a shotgun, the knife wins. So like right. I just, I just rather just play offline and just do my own thing. <laughs> so this definitely sounds like a game, like up my alley. Yeah, even this one you do play online, or you can play by yourself, and there are two different kind of feelings. Like when you play by yourself, you get you go ahead and pick the small ship, you get the sloop, it's a real small one, and you just kind of like avoid other people. When you play with your friends, especially if you happen to get a full crew of four. You are untouchable. You feel like gods out there. <laughs> you see a little ship out there trying to mind their own business, and you're just like storming them. It's, it feels oh, good. Screw yeah. you. <laughs> oh, and there no. have been times where we're like, would it be just the two of us? And we see a galleon coming on. That's the four man cruise. And we're like, raise the sails. We got to go. Because the way that it works is if you're a smaller ship, you could sail into the wind faster than the big ships can. So you're just like, we have to. We have to just keep sailing until the end of the world, and maybe we'll lose them. Oh, how yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a really great game. And the fact that they're bringing fire cannonballs opens up a bunch of different aspects because they just added in the last patch, when you hit a ship in the right spot, you can actually like make the mast fall over, different things like that, more accurate combat uh, oh, scenarios. Sick. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. So this is just adding to that, and that is going to be coming out in five days, November, or so it'll be four days for everybody else, November 20th, that patch is coming out, and it's going to add quite a bit to the game. Nice. more storyline. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other thing that came out of River was that Everwind patch or Everwind game coming up. And it's this beautiful game where I want to say it's like fantasy based. Uh, very fairy forest like with creatures that have a mix of magic and nature in them. Uh, it's definitely the same art style as Sea of Thieves. And it looks like it's just an adventure game coming from them that, you know, is set in a fantasy world. What did you think of something like that from Rare? Well, I think it's Everwild, right? Everwild, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh if it's the same artwork as like Sea of Thieves and and some of the other games that like Rare is just known for, I'm all for it. Like Rare yeah. is, is is such a nostalgic company for me. So anything they put out, I'm just I'm waiting for it just to see how it is. Like just to say that Rare is attached to it immediately yeah. piques my interest. Like I, I just want I just want to look at it first <laughs> before yeah. I play in it, because they they build such just great worlds around their games. Um, I, I kind of got a glimpse of some of their like screenshots. Um, very, uh, I forget how do you say it? it's almost like a back with like PlayStation, like very polygon ish, but mm -hmm. more more of a modern style to that, which I like. And yeah, it just reminds me of a 
of Pokemon because Pokemon's been on yeah. my mind. <laughs> oh, me too, man. Yeah, it's that over-stylized look. And it's funny because that makes a game so much more ageless. Yeah. To where we're seeing them try to modernize older games doing that looks. Some of the older MMOs that exist now, they're starting to embrace that. Instead of going for realism, they go for that wider strokes, the oversized you know, appendages and stuff like that. And that just seems to last a lot longer than trying to go for realism. It's weird. It's weird. Some of the two realistic games almost it's almost off-putting sometimes we're like yeah i I rather just play a game i don't need to see like the follicles on somebody's face or like the beard moving (laughs) like i just just give me a game like i always get into these arguments with with friends and coworkers about like about the game like oh the graphics are so good like i played mario for hours yeah i didn't play because of the graphics like just give me a good fun game that entertains me and gets me into a, another world of, you know, for enjoyment. I don't, I don't, I'm a person that doesn't really care much about the graphics as I do the gameplay, the characters, and just overall, like, what did I get from that game? I, I, I don't need uh, the, the lines to be perfect. Yeah. A good example of that is the early uh, Pokemon. Even when Pokemon first came out, compared to the games graphically, doesn't look great because it's a top-down stuff like that. But then you look at how many hours did you put into Pokemon compared to some of those, like, maybe side Batman side scrollers or whatever that you could beat in six hours. I mean, the money yeah. was in Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kids have it good today because I had to play just like the like the memes. Like, every time we would drive and there's a there's a street light, I had to get my Game Boy just right so I could see what's going on. Because yeah. you could only go from, like, a, a, like a light <laughs> tent to a yeah. darker tent. There was no yeah. light behind that. <laughs> yeah, that thing was, oh, yeah, for sure. And then they had that Struggle bulky room. like light attachment you can get. And I was like, yes, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you got to bend it just right just to get it. And you get your carrying yeah. this like five-pound Game Boy around. <laughs> and a pile of batteries because every four hours you got to put some new batteries in that bad boy. <laughs> yeah, man. Mom, dad, good. stop. <laughs> yeah. All like right. this uh, Nintendo Switch, that's like hours. I'm so surprised because uh, my my co-host Mike let me borrow his Switch just to play the new Pokemon, yeah. and uh, I was I was just overall surprised of just the battery life and how uh, even the controls feel. Uh, just I don't know they they've come a long way. <laughs> my three year old yeah. daughter's t- doesn't know how good she has it yet. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy when you think like this is mobile and I could just set it down and it becomes regular console. <laughs> yeah. <just. laughs> this is what the kid version of me was waiting for. So here it is. You know, <laughs> it's pretty great. I was telling my wife that too. Uh, uh, it's just real fast. Like your your birthday's coming up, right? Tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. Both on or Sunday. 17th. Yeah. So yeah. me and you both have the same uh, birthday. So happy early birthday. Same. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I was telling my wife, I was like, uh, you know what's funny? I'm, I'm turning uh, 32 this Sunday. And if you, if I would have told my older, like younger self, like, hey, when you're turning 32, you're going to be watching Disney classics and playing Pokemon on your birthday. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> like this is, I don't know how I'm supposed yeah. to act as a 32 year old with a mortgage and a wife and a kid, but I'm still living these classics and uh, playing some Pokemon. So I, I have a good, you know, <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's 34 and it's like, okay, the week of your birthday, there's going to be a thing called Disney plus and Pokemon <laughs> shield that you're going to be so stoked for. <laughs> and you're going to go on a radio show and talk to your friends about video games. <laughs> <laughs> Living the dream. We are living right? the dream. We want it in our childhood. We're living it exactly. now. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. 
<laughs> next up, uh, we're getting Halo Reach is coming to the Master Chief Collection finally on December 3rd. And you can play Halo Reach on the PC now. So for those of you guys that don't already own this, first off, Game Pass comes with it. But outside of that, you could buy it for $40 or you could get Halo Reach individually for $10. Have you played Halo Reach yet? Of course. I'm such a big yes. Halo fan. I love Halo. Uh, I didn't get too much into the books. Um, my brother did, but mm-hmm. uh, we would, I mean, straight from the like land parties back in the day, just getting all of our friends together and go in different rooms and connect the Xboxes. Like that was, that was the best times uh, oh, uh, God, with yeah. just video games in general and just yeah. talking just through the rooms. You know, I mean, we yeah. now have headphones, but we should just <laughs> yell at each other. Oh, I got you. Uh, so yeah, I've always been hooked on Halo. I just love just just the stories have been so good, and just Master Chief is just a symbol of hope uh, for that universe. So absolutely, Halo Reach. Uh, so one of my uh, uh, just online too. Uh, it's just such a it's such a fun game overall. Yeah, and it's Reach and ODST both were just fantastic games. Both are really good and. It's one of the, it's funny that you mentioned the the land party things because with Halo I think I've experienced throughout my life all versions of multiplayer. So I remember the first one we do the split screen where it's like hey stop looking at my screen. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had the the land parties which we thought was we're in the future now. This is it. This is where gaming goes. <laughs> and so you know you're yelling with your friends. And then when it went online, I remember Halo two just sinking them hours in online and thinking like. I'm going to be a pro Halo player. That's a new thing that just suddenly <laughs> happened. So I'm going to figure this out and make this happen and not getting anywhere near it. But yeah, so it's yeah, going to be great to play this. Xbox, it would be nothing without Halo. I mean, when Fair. that game oh, yeah. came out, it was like, you look at it and it looks like an off-brand like Doom. It just looks yeah. just poorly made. What is this game? Like, no one knew about it. Then like, no, let's jump online and like, let's, let's like fight each other. Like, like we're like 007 in Nintendo. Like, yeah. all right, like this is all right, this is a thing, I guess. And it just <laughs> blew up. And I think Halo 2 uh, is one of my favorite games overall. I think it's just, it, they just obviously got the more money. It's like, here you go, like, keep doing this. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. Anything Halo, anything. Uh, I think Halo 2 was the one where they returned to Earth for a bit, right? Campaign wise? Yeah, yeah. They, uh, that was big. Yeah, I wasn't too much a fan of like ODST, but Reach, I, I was a, a huge fan of. Yeah, yeah, super good. Uh, it was funny because, you know, you think this Halo game, the first guys that must have came up with it were probably like, yeah, we got this idea. We needed to kind of knock off some like Stormtrooper looking dude or whatever. But we were just doing the review for Mandalorian. We decided like, hey, guys, let's just let's re- review this. It's too good. Uh, and in that review, I kept thinking like, man, you know who Mandalorian reminds me of is Master Chief. And it's just kind of funny that now I I wouldn't be surprised if they did take some focus out of that. Like we're having the ability to, I think Master Chief was derived from a lot of things we've had in science fiction up to that point. And then now Master Chief is just such a big staple of pop fiction or of our, of our uh, current, you know, lifestyles that I'm sure future things will be developed off of him. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you you take Master Chief, and and that's kind of a funny com- comparison too with Mandalorian. But I think you know, obviously, people when when they write a book or they create video games, they they personify uh, different characters that influence them. Uh, Master Chief could is just another superhero in my in my um, you know in my opinion with 
um just he could do it all once like and there's yeah. been times in the games too where the people around him are just like oh no we're not gonna make it then they see master chief like yes you know master chief is here so Love you get parts. that like that sense of like we're gonna be okay he's here like yeah i, I forget which movie it is and it's not a, not even a superhero movie but and it, i don't think it's even a good movie but um they're outnumbered and there's like we only have so many knights and the guy looks around that could knight people and is like hey like everyone like kneel down mm-hmm. and and they're like what are you doing it's like and he does like he knights them all and it's like you think just because now they're knights they're gonna they're gonna fight better and it's like yes and like you guys yeah. are all knights and like they're like yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it, it's just it's just sometimes a, a symbol or superman has his s um uh, master mm-hmm. chief is just that symbol for that for that universe those are the best moments of the games too when he shows up and you could feel that you are what's turning the tide in the game uh in the music games. alone oh, yeah. that's legendary i mean that is uh, a cornerstone of just it, is that games aren't just uh you, you Music in general, if you don't have good music with your game or your movie or your show, mm-hmm. it just falls flat. And and Halo has some of the most legendary music of, yeah. of video games. I, I love it. Yeah, when that guitar comes in, you just it, it right away gets you psyched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So next up, we'll just talk about two more things that I think are kind of important here. Uh, we got a deeper dive into Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, this is a... Dungeon crawler that's set in the Minecraft world with everything being cubed. But we saw now that a lot of the uh, normal mobs have been modified to make more sense for the for a dungeon aspect world. So, for example, your normal creepers would blow up. Now we have creepers that are like purple and maybe like emit a toxic gas when they're near you. Stuff like that. So it's a bunch of modifiers in the game. And each person will be playing a different class. We'll have something like a ranger, mage, warrior, so forth. Uh, have you looked into Minecraft dungeons yet? Have you played much dungeon crawlers? Uh, no, you know, it, it's kind of it's kind of cool that dungeons are the um, Minecraft dungeons are going this direction. Um, I didn't get into to Minecraft too much, but okay. for for a game to have classes, like I'm such a sucker. Like like I said, yeah. Skyrim is one of my favorite games. Uh, I remember playing Gauntlet and having like a warrior, wizard, like type like any of those. I, I'm always kind of like I'm a sucker for like I want to yeah. play it. So me being like not a Minecraft fan, this makes me want to just try it just because of that aspect. Yeah, I've got one friend who's never played Minecraft before, and the rest of us on the podcast, like we're all super Minecraft players, and we have one that has never played it before, and this is gonna be his first Minecraft. And we're like, dude, you're killing us! <laughs> Go play standard Minecraft first, so you understand all the like Easter eggs at least. Um, but yeah, he's just gonna go in and be like, yeah, look, this sword's blue, and we're like, no, it's diamond. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> one of those things. Yeah, it's kind of funny because my niece, um, she's she's nine and she absolutely loves Minecraft. And I I feel like such like a, a dinosaur. Like, what what video game is this, young <laughs> yeah. young kid? And it it kind of chips me out. Uh, I'm sure I get it once I play it. I definitely would like to play before getting into dungeons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just seems like a whole new world. I love open world. I'm kind of surprised I never went and played Minecraft. But I think I'm going to have to change that here soon. Again, same thing with Sea of Thieves. Come on over. We have our own <laughs> server. You're welcome on to it. Oh, no way. Because sick. <laughs> uh, my nephew, when he was younger, I was, he started getting into Minecraft. I'm like, let me show you what Minecraft is. Because, again, we were already playing it at the time. And then as we're going, he, like, outgrew Minecraft. And I'm still like, Minecraft's great. Remember the Minecraft? He's like, it's all about Fortnite now. And I'm like, 
oh, I hate Fortnite so much. Like I can't even talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm not a fan of Fortnite, but I respect what they did with the with the changes they did, making it an event. They're like, yes, hey, we're gonna yeah. do some events. Uh, we're gonna update the game, but instead of just being disconnected for four games, we're we're gonna have such an event where you're gonna stare at a circle and you're yeah, gonna uh, love it. And it just went wild. It, I, it was just, so epic. Yeah. They're smart. They are a smart company for doing that. And I respect the hell out of them for that. For sure. Yeah, when they did that, that just that really that did blow up the internet, really. Everybody was going crazy for it. And it's I, I have to respect their game. Like they're definitely doing everything right. The season passes, they are changing how gaming works right now. And so the the main thing I hate about it is it's just I can I I can tell I can never get good at it because you have to build and shoot at the same time. It's like, look, I can build or I can shoot. <laughs> but when I watch these guys like do the actual sporting and, and, and streamers of this, they're doing everything simultaneously. And I'm just like, no, I I want to make my building look cool. I don't want to sit there and just throw a rape in front of me or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you on that. Uh, and then the last bit is Minecraft Earth. They're talking about how the early access is up for everybody now. Uh, Minecraft Earth is the app that you can put on your phone. It's augmented reality. It's geo. So you got to think kind of like a Pokemon Go thing. You go around, you click blocks. And then through the augmented reality, you could build, you know, Minecraft castles or whatever you want on your kitchen table, in your front yard, wherever you want to go. Uh, have you seen this app at all? Have you heard anything about it? Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny because I've heard about it for like, I want to, I want to say it's been like years since yeah. I've, I heard it, but it's been in development and it's kind of surprising that's like, okay, here, here it is. Because I was like, wasn't this out like years ago? I'm pretty sure I heard right. about it when they were like the connect was the thing <laughs> yeah yeah i remember it was yeah i think it was the connect where they were talking about like look you can see through these new connect glasses and stuff like that it was a big deal back then and then they're like all right we'll just make an app everybody's doing the app here's the app yeah um, yeah i think this is kind of like another future thing that is going to be perfected even still like i, I think it still has a while to go but mm-hmm. but seeing that there's finally something to get a foundation of is very exciting for, for games in general. I'm just waiting until we get to like that Star Wars like chess monster thing they, they do. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> We're just know, like, right? like, I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for like uh, to play Yu-Gi-Oh with like <laughs> with cards with augmented reality here. That would be amazing. Yeah. Magic the Gathering for myself, but that would, or even yeah. Hearthstone. Everybody's playing, you know, we got Hearthstone. Maybe that's why I'm sitting at the table doing it. That's such a good idea. Yep. There you go. <laughs> but yeah I'm, I'm just excited that that is potentially like where gaming could go uh even playing D like that would be freaking oh mind-blowing god, god. Dude, uh, listening to your guys's episode about DD. so here's the thing i've never played DD before and i've always thought it was just so awesome and uh listening to you guys talk about the post game i was like oh i wanted to get this i gotta get into this somehow i gotta figure it out and we we still have yet to release that uh the official game gameplay of it, and we're gonna have to put it on Patreon because mm-hmm. it's like a three hour like episode. Holy cow! And Matt, who edits our podcast, is going is going full out with this like sound effects, music. Oh, he's doing it's it's gonna be a huge event. I have I say a line that the D the dungeon master the DM misses me actually today cuz he found like a funny meme that went with it he's like mm-hmm. that is the most ludicrous thing i've ever heard in any of my <laughs> my games and i felt accomplished <laughs> and yeah and so i think that's going to be like one of our stickers or something we're going to have to do uh you guys going to hear that line there's like 
two or three times we broke down with laughter where we had almost stopped because we we're just like belly laughing, just cry laughing. <laughs> we just had such a good time with it. And the Dungeons and Dragons is such a is such a crazy thing because that game could go on forever. As as long as we had food and time, we we honestly would have gone more. I think it was like midnight by by the time we stopped and we started like at three o'clock. But like <sighs> building our building our characters and getting things set up, um, then playing and doing the post episode. Like that was a full day event. And I can't wait for people to hear it. I thought that we, that would have been hard where you guys played and then had to do a podcast afterwards. I was like, that's true dedication to the podcast right there. I would have been so tired, I think. Yeah, we did the pregame. We call it the pregame as we're building yeah, our, the, our characters. And then we did, we actually did another session of of the post game. So we brought Sean, our, our DM back uh, mm-hmm. and uh, recorded that. So it wasn't one full session, but we ended up like talking about like games and other things. And it's like, we should have probably recorded this conversation because this would have been like another episode, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it was definitely dedication just everywhere. Just everything had a, what goes into it. It's just amazing. It's such a fun game. It's such a, almost a, a pure game um of just your imagination so i can't wait for people to hear it that's always been my hard part about getting it done is when i have approached even the guys on the podcast about doing it they're like yeah but isn't that the thing where you sit in a room and you pretend together i'm like yeah but we're friends it's okay we're just gonna make fun of you (laughs) just come on straight out oh yeah we get straight up with voices and everything it's it's hilarious (laughs) that'd be great uh so now we're getting distracted that's okay uh you ever see Community, the old uh, show about Community College? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. My wife and I binged it like last year. We never watched it when it aired. We just okay. watched the first episode on Hulu. Like, oh, this is funny. Yeah. And then we finished the whole, and then we just binged it. <laughs> we spent like how, a good <laughs> month or so just binging that epi- those those episodes. They're so good. Now, how did you like the D&D episodes? Oh, man. I Honestly, there was there really wasn't any bad episodes till like the very end. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, all the episodes. I was I was just such a fan of community. It just came in a weird part where like I benched it, I loved it, and haven't gone back to it. But I love, I love their episodes. Yeah, those are classic. Okay, <laughs> one more thing. I know that I said it was the last one for the Xboxing, but I forgot about this. Uh, for the Game Pass, we're getting Final Fantasy's joining Game Pass, and so is Kingdom Hearts one and two. So biggies right there. That Kingdom Heart was huge, and Game Pass. Like I'm just, I'm such a huge fan of Game Pass because yeah. they have quality games on there. It's not just like trash Xbox arcade games. Right. They're like Gears of War is on yeah. there, and that blew my mind because that is a that's an Xbox exclusive. You can't get it without Xbox, and it's like they should just be selling that. But it's on the streaming service, and anytime like Kingdom of Hearts one and two, heck yeah, I'm gonna download it. I what I paid for one game is what I would have paid for half a year of Game Pass. Like it's just it's just mind blowing how good it is. It and anytime they come up with a new game, it's not like you're waiting. Oh, you have to wait a month or whatever for this game. No, it's the same day it's released. Same thing with Outer Worlds. You could have played that the day it came out for anybody else. That's pretty amazing. It, it's they're they're really getting like just top notch with this. Yeah. And if you're an Xbox fan and you don't have Game Pass, like do yourself a favor and get Game Pass because uh, yeah. it is worth it. It is worth it. I joke around all the time that what I usually do is I'll pay the dollar for the you know month or three months deal 
And then by the time I'm done, I've played as much as I can of it, then I'm like, oh, I'll get onto something that I already have on, on, on Steam or maybe some Epic games. So I'll cancel it. By the time I'm in the mood for Minecraft or, or for Microsoft again, I, the, the deal comes up again. So it's like, I don't know if I've ever spent a full month's pay on that thing. Or you know what I'm saying? Like the actual. Yeah, yeah. So because they're always offering free deals. So check it out for a dollar. You guys could probably get three months right now. That's so Minecraft good. Dungeons is going to come with Game Pass. So yeah. you don't have to get anything else. Also, that new new um, series, Tell Me Why, uh, that's coming out on, on Game Pass in, in 2020. There's some quality games. I'm just looking at it right now. I'm just kind of just, yeah. I'm just <laughs> baffled how good it is. <laughs> yeah, everything we've been talking about so far has been Game Pass. I'm pretty sure I want to double check, but yeah, all the Master Chief. The Master Chief collection alone, guys, you're good for the next four months if you decide, like, I'm just going to do Master Chief binge. Like, you'd be so freaking busy for the next four months. There's The Witcher, which is like, now that it's going to come out on Netflix and it looks fantastic. Like yes. I, I downloaded Witcher and I have yet to find time to play Witcher <laughs> uh, with all the new games coming out. But yeah. like that's on my list. Like that's another game you could play right now in preparation for the Netflix series. Yeah. Yeah. It's so many good things. So that'll, that'll be pretty much it where we end with the uh, the Xbox uh, inside Xbox event that they had over there. XO19, I think they called it. They need why to have a cooler name. Yeah. Why was it called XO19? That's so I, weird. No clue, man. I have no clue. <laughs> Even like the hashtag XO19, I was like, this this is so stupid. You guys have bad names. All right, so next up we're going to do uh, our Who Would Win in a Fight. This is, we're going to base this one off of a BuzzFeed article they did. I'll post that in the descriptions. And the reason I wanted to do it off this article is because BuzzFeed fans voted, and I'm looking at a lot of these votes, and they're around 17,000 votes for each of these. Wow. So we'll kind of know, yeah, we'll know what like the public thinks, and we'll put in what we think. So we'll just kind of go one after another on these, and you'll go first, and then I'll go first, we'll go back and forth. Okay. Okay, so first one, who would want to fight? Captain America versus Daredevil. Go for it. Oh, man. That's a tough one. I want to say, I want to say Daredevil... But I'm such a Captain America fan. Um, yeah. The the only thing I, I I would say that Daredevil would win is just because of his echolocation. Like the shield is not going to touch him. And I think right. martial arts wise, he he's he's better than Captain America. Yeah, and for me, so for the, the first three of these, I know the results, but that's just because I was interested. But anyways, <laughs> for the fir- for the first one here, I would say that every time Captain America throws the shield, it's going to make an echo, which only enhances Daredevil's abilities. Because I imagine that vibranium on a brick wall would be like lighting up everything around him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's pretty much like that's advantage Daredevil. Yeah. All right. So I'm going Daredevil. Are you going Daredevil as well on this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With about seventeen thousand votes, the winner was Captain America, eighty-seven percent to thirteen percent. I think that's fan service, though. It really is. These are people <laughs> yeah. that watch just the movies and probably thinking of the Ben Affleck Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because like Captain America, I love Captain America. He's the team leader. Okay. Like he's just one of those people you just gravitate. Like, where where do we go? Like, if you had a, he's the one that's never the leader. Like, you don't vote for the leader, but he mm-hmm. ends up just being that leader role because people just look up to him. He has that yeah. charisma about him. He has that like. This is what's right, and we're going to do what's right, and we could rally a team behind Captain America. But in a fight, uh, yeah, Daredevil isn't that person. He's 
a solo guy, even in a team, he's a solo guy. So, yeah, I would I would pick Daredevil over Captain America anytime. After our discussion, I have to agree with you. I think at first, I, I think at first, I was with everybody else, like MTU wins. But yeah, I think you're right. I think with the echolocation, it's just too big of an advantage. Yeah. Okay. Next up, the battle of the of the millionaires, Iron Man versus Batman. Uh, I'm gonna go first on this one. It's got to be Batman. Batman beat Superman, and he it's because of his intelligence of these two. One is more of an engineer intelligence. The other one is much more of a, like a detective intelligence. I think Batman has it all. Just straight up hand-to-hand combat. I think Batman has already beaten people stronger than Iron Man, and so that would tell you that he has to be able to beat Iron Man. Personally, I think it's kind of a simple one, to be honest with you. What do you think? Yeah, you know, you strip away the tech, and in a straight-up like Mortal Kombat fight, yeah, Tony Stark wouldn't stand a chance against Batman. You bring tech involved. Uh, Batman has his own tech as well. Uh, he's he's not as creative as, as Tony Stark. He doesn't have like uh, he's uh, as far as like uh, equipment. You know, Batman still has his tech as well, and um, I think Tony Stark would have an edge over technology wise. I think he has. Yeah. Uh, more like the, the nanobots and things like that, like satellites, probably. But I still think Batman is smarter in he's he's smarter to overcome any of those challenges. So you you build a, a smarter wheel, and he knows how to overcome it. So intelligence wise, hand to hand combat wise, even just equipment technology, uh, I, I think the edge is always going to be Batman. It's hard not to go against like Bruce Wayne. All right, yeah. All right, so we're both rolling Batman on this one. The fans voted. 62% voted for Iron Man. This had to be right after, after like, Endgame or something. Let me check the date, because that could be exactly what it is. Uh, 2017, so probably Infinity War. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and the Justice League, Justice League movies and DC shows haven't really been the greatest. So, so yeah, you get some fan service. The movies for sure. I'll defend the shows knowing that they're terrible, but I still defend the shows because somebody has to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you talking about like the Netflix series? No, no, no. Those, yeah. I, I always defend the Arrowverse that everybody seems to hate. Oh, I love like, the Arrowverse. Oh my God. You're the other person. <laughs> yes. Like, that's great. So so my wife and I love the love Stephen Amell. I think that's more, more of it. Like, I think we talked about He's it awesome. on my podcast too. Like, like Arrow isn't the Green Arrow in the comics. He's he's a right. little different, which is fine. Yeah. You have to go with that mindset. But Stephen Amell, as an actor and as a person, is fantastic. I will, I, whatever he does in the future, I will always back and always have my attention, just because he's that type of person. But I do like that. CW like took a chance on these shows that people were like been eh for so long, yeah. And now you have Arrowverse and Flash and. You know, you have Batwoman now. Uh, all these, Black all these Lightning. things. A lot, of, a lot of these side characters that like you wouldn't even think about, like the Elongated Man and stuff like that. And you're like, I'm learning about these characters in a way I never would have before, and actually investing in them like it's crazy. Yeah, I think Flash is probably the best one of them because I did get tired yeah. of the whole Felicity. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Uh, her it, character it was like, then. yeah, I was back and forth. Like, <laughs> oh, I, I, I want you, and then it's like, no, no, don't. Don't be near me. It was like, well, what? Yeah. Make up your mind the whole time. Right. <laughs> uh, I did kind of lose touch with Legends because I just like, I don't know. It was like the B B list, you know, came together and made it a is, team. Yeah. But um, but overall, like Arrow, I'm so sad to for it to 
end, but I understand yeah. Stephen Mel's reasons. So, so yeah, it's ending, but I just want to throw this in real quick. There was something that was shown earlier that the second to the last episode of this season, the final season, they're going to do one of those backdoor pilots for basically future Arrow. It's going to be called Arrow and the Canaries, and it will be with Felicity and Steve, um, Stephen Oliver's daughter being the new Arrow. And then all the Canaries, they've been doing like the flash forwards. It'll be a new series based on them. Oh, nice. I was, I was just about to say, like, we, my wife and I are just kind of waiting a bitch at all. <laughs> so we haven't yeah. watched any, any of the seasons so far. Okay, yeah. See, I haven't seen this season right now because, again, I'm trying to, like, it's so nice on Netflix. That's what who's really paying for these episodes anyways. Netflix, you just keep going on them. It's great. Last bit on this. Have you seen Black Lightning yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've, uh, we watched, uh, my wife and I watched Black Lightning up until, I think it was... No, if there's a current season, we haven't watched any of the current, like any any of the episodes on any of the current uh, CW, like Arrowverse seasons, right. we haven't watched. And we're a couple episodes from the last season, Black Lightning. We haven't watched okay, any of any, uh, the uh, Batwoman either. I haven't seen, yeah, I haven't seen any of the Batwoman yet. Uh, but that's my suggestion to people who like are new to the Arrowverse. I suggest going in on Black Lightning because it is the least Arrowverse-y. And it's a nice kind of gateway in. So it's just a good drama and then as the shows go on and the girls get superpowers, you know, spoilers right there, but nevertheless, then it starts to get a little more Arrowverse-y. So I think if you guys are interested in trying out Arrowverse, I would say start with Black Lightning. What do you think about that? Yes and no, to be honest. Uh, just yeah. because it's not like Arrowverse-y, you're going to have to get like, it's almost becomes its own different like universe. Like, because you have Supergirl, who's I think a little bit too, too over the top PG, you know? Yeah, too, she like, is. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, so the in between, like I would say, start off with the Flash because I think the Flash has been the most consistent. Um, the villains have kind of duplicate a little bit, like it's just mm -hmm. another speedster. But I think that uh, what they do is it's just so fascinating because they build they build off these characters, and you're it's never been like oh like get over the, like the low drama like I, I, yeah. they do such a well balanced job and um, yeah. Uh, I, I can't think of his name right now. Grant, um, Grant Gustin or something like that. Gustin, yeah, he he's he's a really good Flash. I think he's he better is. better than the movie Flash. I totally agree. There was a big push for him to be the movie Flash, and I think that would have been perfect for us. I think that would have been great. Yeah, I, I get he's not too much of a jokester, which a lot of the like the animated Flash is is yeah. You know, he's a jokester, and you don't get that with any of the the CW, the Arrowverse. There, no. like even Green Arrow is supposed to be kind of like. A cocky son of a gun <laughs> like yeah that's just jokes and you don't you just don't get that so you don't get the comic book style you get more of like if this if he was real like in the real life scenario he wouldn't be joking all the time he'd be like under stress though yeah every single moment of his life so <laughs> so yeah uh, i would say go with the flash if, if you're barely getting into it i would say flash flash is great especially that first season with the eobard thon stuff fantastic uh and then the thing that I've always compared them to, like back when they didn't have money and the, and the ability to do much, they made Green Arrow into Batman and they made Flash's show into what you would expect out of a Superman show. So I think that kind of tone follows them through. Like, yeah, you're saying like Green Arrow is normally pretty cocky, a little bit, you know, Iron Man-esque or Tony Stark-esque in that sense. But they make the show like you would imagine how they could make a Batman show at the time where it's just like gloom, doom, you know. A lot of rain and stuff like that. Yeah, he was he was a lot like like Batman. 
And I think that was a comparison to like the first two seasons because yeah, he was he was ruthless in those first two seasons, especially the first uh, season. Yeah, just crossing names off here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, let's go into number three. <laughs> Who would win out of this one? Goku versus Superman. Now, I have not seen any of the results going from here on out. It was Goku versus Superman. Superman. Oh man, <laughs> I've seen this played out time and time again. Um, I think Goku is just too overpowered. I think a lot of the anime shows yeah. are just OP. You know, it's, it's eventually he's gonna like do a spirit bomb on Superman and just like <laughs> block out the sun. It makes him Superman even weaker. Um, I think the the <laughs> I just know I I just have a feeling that Superman is just gonna win just because of Superman. Uh, but I think Goku ends up being stronger and stronger. Superman doesn't. He just like he just overpowered in the DC universe to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would go Goku. Yeah, I think I have to agree with you on this one. I, I don't always have to agree on them, but you're just right uh, because with anime, especially with something like Goku and Dragon Ball, they'll just get stronger if the problem gets in their way. It's not like they're going to just not win. So they'll just get stronger. When Superman clearly has a cap, he has a defined weakness. There's just yeah, you're right with the whole blocking up the sun thing and. It's within Goku's imaginary powers that, yeah, he'll eventually block out the sun. So I like that idea. Let's see who won it. Oh, wow. Yeah, you're right. Superman was 66%. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, basic. <laughs> I know. Damn it. I, I could predict these answers just by who's more popular. Yeah. 12,000 <laughs> votes for Superman. Oh, geez. All right. Moving up next, we're talking about who's got the healing factor. Deadpool over Wolverine. Which one do you think? I'll go first on this one. Uh, I think Deadpool's Wolver- uh, healing factor is actually stronger than Wolverine, personally. But Wolverine's just too awesome. I mean, every version of Wolverine's amazing. I like how he's older, so he actually is from the 1800s, so he's actually been in more actual wars. So I like to think that maybe he's he's maybe smarter when it comes down to fighting. It's a real tough balance, because these two are just... You're talking badass versus badass, and the healing factor makes this a real mess. Uh, if it's coming down to the healing factor, though, I think it would be Deadpool... My vote's going to be for Wolverine. What do you think? It's kind of weird because I do get this like uh, this comes up all the time, but it's mm-hmm. it's almost like person for person. I mean, it's almost like asking Wolverine versus like X twenty three or or Sabretooth yeah. or or I forget his his son's name, Dakin, Dakin or something Deacon? like that. Yeah, because um, they all they're all Weapon X. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like it's like Spider Man versus Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. uh, who, who's better? I I think if you'd go down to just straight battle, like you'd almost have to go mentality. I think the healing factors yeah. are very identical. Their weapons are gonna be um, up to par. I mean, I think Deadpool's more up to use guns and swords, rather Wolverine would just use his claws. Um, God, that is tough though, just to say who'd have the edge. I think. Honestly, I would have to agree. Wolverine would edge out without those guns and swords. Deadpool would end up losing. I think that in the end, it will just be a tie. But Wolverine has that berserker rage. He has more experience, and when he wants to be, he could be smart and outwit somebody uh, just by like the sense of smell, uh, tracking someone down. He could get the jump on them uh, way better than Deadpool. Deadpool just didn't go guns blazing straight ahead. Um, so I think the edge on on a lot of things would be Wolverine. Yeah, I think you're right. And then the adamantium, we, I don't think either of us mentioned how much he's, his bones are covered in adamantium, which might mess with Deadpool strategies too. Yeah, you shoot him, it's not going to do anything. 
Yeah. All right, let's see who won it. Deadpool with 54%. So that's actually a really close one, though. That's one so of the I... closest ones we've come about. And I think the only thing really Deadpool has is just that he's unpredictable. You, yeah. you, you're not going to... Like, Wolverine probably could get the jump on him. Deadpool will think of something. He'll just... He, he could cut off his own arm uh, to get away. <laughs> so, yeah, that one will be close no matter what. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, I'm excited for this one because I like both of these characters a lot. So we have Jake the Dog from Adventure Time or Pikachu from Pokemon. Are you familiar with Jake the Dog? Jake the Dog from... Adventure Time? No, what's his abilities? He's able to fully shapeshift his body. So he'll stay stay his color, which is yellow. Uh, But he's able to fully shapeshift and is pretty independent. You know, like he, he could take a beating without getting hurt. And then you probably know Pikachu. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of a tough one. So think of like a Mr. Fantastic versus Pikachu, essentially. You know, I'm going to go with my my OG. I, my first Pokemon game was yellow, so I never got a Classic. Charmander, Squirtle, or a Bulbasaur. I, I went with Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going to go with my, my day one homie, Pikachu. I think he has a different attacks. He has Quick Attack. He has Thunderbolts. I have never seen Pikachu really be scared in the tournament or uh, anything that Ash has thrown at him. It's like, hey, go beat up that big Charizard and oh, go bring up uh, Onyx. You're, you're you're a freaking electric type. You shouldn't fight in a, a rock type. Go beat him up, and he does. Yeah. What yeah. what kind of OG status is that? Like Pikachu all the way. That is a good choice, and I, it keeps reminding me of the old Pokemon episode where uh, they went for the Lightning Gym. I don't know if you remember this one or if you watched the old show, but. Uh, Ash was tempted to evolve him into Raichu, and then he's like, "No, I got to do this for all Pikachu's." And was, uh, my twelve-year-old self was crying. <laughs> yeah, that was that was against that Onyx. He couldn't beat him because it was, uh, was that, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no, that was against uh, Brock. Um, sorry, what was that Lieutenant? I forget that guy's I, name. I, yeah, I, don't, I just remember a very militarized-looking guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> that guy's Raichu, and that right guy's Raichu is pretty strong, but yeah. Pikachu still pulled it out. All right, I'm going to go Jake, Jake the Dog on this one. Uh, so, again, I'll, I'll lean into his, like, Mr. Fantastic stuff. He has the ability to stretch and stuff like that. So, I think if he envelops Pikachu, ah, he's going to get electrocuted. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I think he could outrange Pikachu. I think he could overwhelm Pikachu. One thing we well know, I've seen both of these characters get tired. Uh, I, man, this is a gun, another close one, but maybe you're right with the fact that just Pikachu could do electricity and that wins. Uh, unless but he's made I, out of rubber, I still get Pikachu. Yeah. He's, he's not made out of rubber, but I have seen him like stretch to the bounds of being so massive that I wonder if he could disperse electricity enough to where a little, sh- it wouldn't hurt him much. So I'm going to go Jake the dog. Cause I think his ability to stretch into like a massive creature, he could basically stretch into a, a giant. I think that would be too much for Pikachu. So what's his offense for that. just to be a giant like fist and, and smash Pikachu. He would literally just smash things, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Man, that's tough. All right. Votes are in and Pikachu wins seventy nine percent. Oof. Oh man. I think that's also fan service though. I think Adventure Time fans, I mean that's kind of like a niche fan base, I feel like. And yeah, Pokemon's yeah. very wide. It's such a wide fan base. Yeah. All right. Next up we have uh, Marvel versus DC. We got Quicksilver versus Flash. Uh I think I think I'm going first on this one. And to me, it's an easy one because Flash does time traveling. I mean, he's able to run past time and it's freaking awesome. He has a speed force on his side. The world that Flash is in with so many other speedsters 
and how they interact with each other. And you have, you know, his villains. Yeah, they're they're just other species. So he's always having to get faster. Uh, he has Wally West as a sidekick, which eventually will become faster than him. Everything about Flash says he will be the fastest one. And if for some reason he's not, he'll just run back in time and take care of the problem back then. Flashpoint's like one of my favorite comic book storylines. I got to go with Flash on this one. What do you think? You know, I have to agree too, because uh, Quicksilver, although fast, I don't think he's as fast. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it. And if he was, he wouldn't be like second to Scarlet Witch. I think he would be on, on par with on par with her. So that being said, he I don't think he's as strong as fast. Uh, and I think Flash is just a, a smart guy that has always come through during any difficulty. So yeah, I hands down Flash. All right, let's see who wins. It should be an easy one. Flash was 66%. Oh, a lot Which, closer than I thought. Exactly. I thought that would have been a lot better on our side. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's do two more. Uh, next up, we'll do Joker versus the Punisher. And this one's you first. What do you think? That one, it's almost like how much time does a Joker have? And, and I've actually kind of thought about that too. Like what if the Punisher was swapped places with Batman? I think yeah. – because the Punisher, as soon as you corner Joker, you shoot him and he's dead. That's yes. it. Uh, yeah. Joker would need a lot of time. I think uh, there's really, he's going to have some tricks up his sleeve to get away and maybe to, you know, flower, acid burn, Punisher. But I think that's just going to piss off the Punisher even more. Um, I think one bullet, you know, Punisher takes out Joker. I think that one's, I think if that was, that universe you would get like one or two comics out of that <laughs> yeah yeah uh you know it's it's a tough one because i think joker might be one of the best villains ever in anything and to think that yeah this guy with guns might be able to beat him but so i'm having a hard time deciding whether or not the reason that joker is always caught by batman is because batman is just that good of a detective could punisher catch him if he was not as good of a detective as batman but also, it's like Joker's trying to be caught a lot of times because he's trying to put, he's trying to make Batman, you know, break his one rule or something like that. Um, that is a tough one because it, it's really up to the circumstances. I like to think that this is full Joker, like turning the city, opening up Arkham Asylum, just a madhouse. I would love to see Punisher in that world where he's cleaning up all the Rogues Gallery and eventually getting to Joker. But I have to say, yeah, I think Punisher, if he gets within distance of him, he won't hesitate. He will shoot. He will pull that trigger. And shoot Joker. So it's got to go Punisher on that one. Let's see what the what the fans have said. They say Joker by 73%. Huge oh, wow. margin. I will say, though, Joker by far is one of the best villains ever. Yes. Ever. Yeah. Did you watch the, the new Joker? Oh, my God, yeah. We were <laughs> fanboying over here. <laughs> yeah, and it's to me, it's one of those stories. Like I know they say it's, like, it's not like comic related. Like... It's his own story or however they imagined it. To me, the most beautiful thing about the Joker is that he doesn't even know himself how, how he became the Joker. And so, like, even the movie Joker, in his, like, the way I viewed it, in his mind, it's a true story. And it's just one of the thousands of stories that could be true. But he doesn't know. He doesn't remember. And yeah. that that's just a crazy thing about the Joker. Just the mentality of it all. You could have like the Kingpin or uh, what you could choose a numerous amount of villains. And it's just like, Oh, I'm, I'm a bad guy. I'm like venom. Very straightforward. Yeah. Like I got symbiote. I'm evil. I'm, I, I don't care about you. I'm going to attack you. 
that's about it. It doesn't go as deep as the Joker does. Yeah, and and I loved how in the Joker movie, like if you were to take away the idea of it being Joker, still fantastic, would not have sell as many tickets. But it just it tells you how how real Joker could be, and it's not just like, oh yeah, well he hit you know some acid and you know like you're saying it's just it's so so good. Uh, there were uh, some friends of mine that have been like, oh I thought you know it didn't handle this right or it didn't do that. I'm like yeah, but you just gotta enjoy the fact that it's a good movie. I don't know. I just to me it was really good. And Joker himself, there's been time and time again where he's in the comic books and even like right now I've been reading some of the Batman Beyonds and what he's doing in that. And it's just like, Oh, that's such deep shit. That's crazy. You know, it's been great. I love him. Oh, no, fully agree. Fully agree on that. Um, I was going to say the, the movie kind of reminded me of falling down. I'm not sure if you remember that dude. It's crazy. You brought that up. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, maybe, you know what? I think you said that on Twitter and then I was using that in our podcast as an oh, example. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I might've given you a shout out on that one. That, I think oh, that's sweet. so. <laughs> Yeah, it just proves like the society we live in. Sometimes that just breaks us down. I mean, I could, I could definitely see a movie based in in high school, and just like cyberbullying breaks somebody. You know, it just, yeah, it, it just, it obviously there's deeper levels into that, and there's like way more subject matter. But it just, it's just the way it was portrayed in the movie was like there's society, there's mental health, there's parental influence um how you were raised there's a lot of different influences in that movie and they were all touched yeah. upon um but overall i mean it was just such a such a good movie but I, I, while i say that i also haven't rewatched that movie <laughs> because it is an intense movie and it's like whoo after i watched that you know just that big deep of like whoo <laughs> i had to Lots breathe that out like, it's true yeah, there was a lot of process. I, while, while I might have actually liked the movie more than maybe an MCU movie, there's no doubt that I've gone back to pretty much every MCU, MCU movie the last five years and kind of watched them again. That movie, when I watch it again, it's like, okay, I need to come in, kind of clear-minded. It's it's uh-huh. almost like a case study or something like that. It's, <laughs> it's so unique. Yeah, like Ragnarok. I've watched that a hundred times. Oh, uh, so and I could, I could watch it again right now. We actually... <laughs> On our podcast, we were just like sometimes we'll like if it's after work, uh, we'll end up in a boarding food and uh, eating together before we we record and we put something in the background. Usually, it's what 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 we're going to talk about just to refresh our minds. Yeah. And for some reason, we had like Ragnarok on, and we just watched a good half hour. Like, oh, <laughs> we probably should get back to like what we're here to do and record. But that movie just sucks you in. It's so good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, okay, let's get to the last one here. This is a big one. We got the villains up up, up front. Uh, we have Darth Vader versus Voldemort. Uh, I think I will go first on this one. And Voldemort might be stronger because of the magic, but I cannot vote. Like, it's got to be Darth Vader, right? He's got the saber. He's got the dark side. Freaking everything. Chokehold. I want to see him chokehold Voldemort so much now. Uh, I... The Vader spin, like I'm thinking of like when you're playing him in some of the old uh, Battlefront games where you're able to throw your lightsaber and it spins. Bring that to Voldemort. See what he does. I don't think he can stop it. I got to go with Vader on this one almost fully because he just looks more badass. I, I'll admit that. Not from logic. It's badassery <laughs> on this one. But I'm going Vader. Uh, what vote do you got? 
It's funny. It's like which which villain with no nose is better, you know? Yeah. Oh my god, that's such a good point. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would have to agree. I think Darth Vader takes it for numerous reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Voldemort I think would be stronger. So to like, he has powerful attacks. Like he could he could zap you. But I think Vader yeah. is just tough. He he's like fighting. He's like punching a brick wall. He's gonna keep coming at you. He's he's like. Well, he's half human as it is, right. and he has a force like no nobody's business. Um, I, I, I don't. Did, does he ever get the lightning? I don't think he does. I think that's no, and I, I think that's because he has cybernetic arms, so I don't think he can ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. But like just just a force choke alone. I think if you get close to him, just force choking, Voldemort. I think that'll just do it. I mean, it's one of his weakest attacks. He just does it on anybody, any day, and I think that'll take out Voldemort. Um, not not even to mention his light lightsaber skills, uh, what he could do with the force, um, how he could move objects from far distance. I mean, his control over the force is one of the best we've seen in the movies and just yeah. in the universe in general. Um, uh, I think given enough time, Darth Vader takes it. All right, I think this one's going to be a fan service one, but let's find out. We're clicking. Oh, freaking crazy close! Fifty-two to forty-eight, Darth Vader winning. Oh wow! Crazy. Wow. Yeah, the votes Imagine. on that: eight thousand nine hundred twenty-five versus eight thousand one hundred and ninety-six. You you can never count out magic, but I, I, yeah, you you have to like have a wand. You have to like flick your wrist at a certain spe- like speed, or you know, at yeah. a certain way. I think the force is kind of, you know, no, well, you don't have a wand anymore. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you know, like just force the wand out of his hand. I don't know. I didn't I, even think about that. Yeah, they pull lightsabers all the time. Just pull that little stick right out of his hand, and you're good. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, that reminds me of the. the there's an old cracked uh, video where they're talking about how like why didn't they tell the moguls about it? And they're like, oh, you know, they're trying to hide. Yeah, but the moguls have all these missiles. They would just throw enough missiles at him, and eventually he can't stop them. Like eventually, humans would have done fine with Voldemort. It would not have been a problem. Oh, no, I mean, that's it's kind of how we solve all of our issues, right? Just throw missiles at it. <laughs> yeah, come on now. There's got to be a drone program for <laughs> Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, it, imagine that. Some like Navy SEALs versus like Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who's good at art- artistry and cartooning, please make that happen. We'll tweet about it. <laughs> All right, so that was our last one. Thank you so much for joining me, Alex. This has been so much fun. Oh, it's been fun. It's been absolutely a blast, man. I, I, I'm so grateful that you have uh, been on this podcast. It's been fun, man. Can you, uh, I think we forgot to do it in the beginning, so I want to make sure to get it here. Can you tell us a little bit about Three Hours Later and what you guys do over there? Oh, yeah, definitely. So I am the one-third host of Three Hours Later. So I'm Alex, and my, uh, my other co-hosts are Matt and Mike. Uh, three hours later, it came about when we, so we worked in retail together a long time ago. And, and mm-hmm. since then we've all had, you know, separated, we all had got different jobs because retail sucks the soul out of you after a while. <laughs> and, uh, and so, uh, we kept in touch with Facebook and everything. And one, one day, uh, Mike was actually talking about, I think it was Matt. But so it, it, essentially what it came down to was like, oh, Game of Thrones gets so much attention but you guys never talk about this show x y and z we're like no i talk about like it was like it crowd or like no one really watched but it's, oh, it's like a niche market um yeah. and then it just kind of built off that it's like 
yeah, there's a lot of shows. We need to get together and let's do a podcast. I've done a podcast before. Matt was in a, in a few. Mike has always wanted to to bust out his creativity and get on a podcast uh, and do different things. So it was just perfect timing. It worked out. We're like, yeah, you know, let's let's do this. A week later, we met, and uh, thankfully, Matt had a lot of the equipment already. I had some uh, open space, and we recorded our first episode. And we got our, our name three hours later because we wanted each each uh, host to challenge each other because we all have different genres. So that was the whole kind of argument it was about. And so I went first. I chose Cobra Kai. And oh, nice. the, the thing is, you have to watch whatever we challenge you with for at least three hours. So for the TV series, three three hours, which comes to like sometimes like six episodes, a movie, a comic book, which usually is like two volumes of three. So it comes out to three hours. No matter what it is, you have to at least give it three hours. And so that's where our name came out from. We started off in the, in May, I think May the 4th, um, Be With You was our first yeah, right. uh, was our first time we, uh, we recorded together. And yeah, it's been about six months and it just blew up. We we have like 2,100 followers on Twitter now. Uh, we got like six, crazy. six patrons on Patreon. Um, we're just doing a bunch of fun stuff. We're just having such a good time just getting together talking uh, about a bunch of nerdy stuff and it's been fun it's we've talked about anything from letter kenny to uh nicholas cage movie movie randy to playing D, reading comics i mean anything and everything that piques our interest so um it's been fun it's it's barely been six months i think just a few days ago um so yeah, it's it's been a good time. So three hours later on Twitter, it's the number three HRS underscore later and Facebook and Instagram. Same thing without the underscore because uh, someone on Twitter is a dick and doesn't want to <laughs> okay. doesn't want to give a number the the underscore has it and they haven't tweeted since like two thousand and nine. <laughs> oh, so, wow. Yeah, so like, come on, Twitter, like delete their account so we could use it, but. Yes, yeah, so our Twitter has an underscore. <laughs> but yeah, it's been good times. Been meeting so many cool people. Uh, that's you know, that's one thing that like the rest of my podcast, I do the editing and the social media, and it's like you guys don't understand how cool things are on Twitter right now. It's like so many amazing people we need to meet. Yeah, I I even created a list on Podchaser, uh, Pod yeah. Nation, and I have like it ends up being like two different DMs of of podcasters that I just liked and it's like, Hey, you want to be part of this list? And we ended up just talking and, you know, one of them, uh, Kayla from good luck sleeping had her baby. And she's like, Hey guys, like, you know, his pictures and we congratulated her. We're like a little, like little family in this, in this group. And it's just, it's just so cool. And I'm also like straight up fans of theirs too. I, I was yeah. just listening to like good luck sleeping not too long ago. Um, Nukes and Crannies has a super good episode about like YouTube and like it's kind of scary for parents to be giving their kids uh, the phone because YouTube has some weird algorithms. You get like a you get like a twinkle twinkle and one one video and it'll just like you know how to like downloads like the next episode and you'll get those right. like like World War Two rabbit. Wow! And uh, yeah. it is literally like a video I took of what my 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 daughter like she was right next to me and she was watching youtube and it was this like sad depressed rabbit walking through this village and you get the like the little kids like 
oh no and like falls i think he got sniped and like these two gorilla cops like like escort him to his house it's like this war-torn country and then it's like red blue but it's just like a depressed scene on the on the screen it's just a trip out there for parents so nooks and crannies uh, came out with a good episode on that like just meeting all these people i mean they're they're awesome people so and they're creating these things i mean podcasts alone it's like another full-time job and it's it's free content we're not making anything off it even though mm-hmm. our six patrons that we have is probably just covering our hosting fees and maybe like a little bit of things we could give for more, more merch the next month right, and like yeah. we're coming up with like these pokemon characters of, of ours um it, it looks sick mike made, did such a great job because they look like the old school game boy uh cartridges but we oh, each have like own like starter as ourselves so yeah, it's been it's been fun times. That's cool. Yeah, it's yeah, it's funny. Our, our patrons, we love our patrons, and we you know appreciate you guys. We always say that they cover the beer money, and so we'll buy a six pack whenever when everybody's coming, or you know more than six pack. But you know, it's like hey, that's that's what the Patreon's for. That's what we got. Hey, hey guys, it's a Bud Light. <laughs> it's a Bud Light month, guys. And hopefully next month we'll get to the Heinekens. <laughs> yeah, like for the most yeah. part, man. Podcasters are in the negatives. So for yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, by the time we we get our equipment and uh, pay for this and that, it's um, you know, there's, I think there's a turning point for for podcasting. I don't know w- what it is, when it is, but I think it's going to be happening soon because there is content out there that is great and it's better than a lot of these shows out there. And also, I'm entertained by your guys' podcast something way more than than shows that spend millions of dollars trying to make you know you know and it's so true let me ask you a question while i have you here i find myself re-listening to like so i'll have like maybe a favorite series or something like that i find myself re-listening to old episodes just while i'm driving around or something like like almost as background music do you ever do that it's crazy because i almost don't listen to the radio anymore i strictly just now i'm listening to a podcast because i've almost gone I'm just not a fan of today's music. <laughs> yeah, and it's just the same crap. Like it's I don't know. Like I either have my music from like that I have on Spotify, like my, my go-to list of music, or I'm downloading a podcast and, and listening to some you know uh, some paranormal <laughs> episode <Yeah. laughs> about the, the Denver airport and then I go and check it out because I had no thing, no idea that was even a thing. Right. Yeah. And e- even, yeah, within our group, even we've had, we have a couple groups we're going on here. And even with those, there's such a big variety of, of, oh, this is all about retro toys or something like that. Or and it's like, you could really just within the 50 that are one listening 50, you could go endless. And sometimes you're just like, you know what? I'm in the mood of listening to, like you said, some crazy ghost stories or, you know, you know, unsolved murders or something like that. Or you just want to hear about the review on Rocco's Modern Life. Like you could do anything. <laughs> it's, it is just, I don't know, to me, I'm, yeah, nowadays I listen to music and I feel old, but I'm just like, ah, this is just trash. <laughs> like, this is no good. <laughs> I'd rather listen to somebody talk about the Joker movie, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And right now there's so much content. There's, there's too much content out there in this world. I mean, you have it. Yeah. Disney Plus just gave me fifty thousand more options that I have no. I don't know when I'm gonna gonna catch up on my other shows. Like, check this out. Right now on Netflix, I 
I um I still have Glow to finish. Orange is the New Black is another show that my wife and I watched. I, I need to finish that. Mind Hunters didn't watch didn't watch any of the new seasons. I've been dying to watch them. So good. <laughs> then, yeah. See. And then like Mandalorian came out. I'm gonna watch episode two probably like right after we wrap up. Same uh, here, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like I have at least five shows I want to watch on every single platform there is. Hulu. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of My Hero Academia. Uh, new there's a new episode out. Uh, Rick and Morty just came back. It's just oh, yeah. there's so much out there. So I, I much rather hear like. Oh, cool! Like Invader Zim came out on Netflix. Let me hear how that is before I give it the time of day. Just let me hear like a half-hour uh, conversation about it while, while I'm driving to work. Yeah, I, I podcasts they they've been around for a long time, but I think we're starting to get to the head point where we're going to see a turn in it, like we did with YouTube as well. Um, it's just people are getting better and better at it, and I think we're going to finally find a way to monetize it. I, there are sites and places. Uh, Podchaser, we keep mentioning Podchaser, but that's one of them that are trying to find a way to make things better for us. So that'd be nice to see. And uh, we'll keep everybody updated on that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's it's fascinating world. I, I'm glad we've joined it. You know, it's pretty fun. So that's cool. Yeah. If if anything else, this has just really opened up my, my eyes and just even to Twitter. I never really used Twitter until I started being like the social media person for a podcast. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's it's got to be Facebook or Instagram. But Facebook is almost like, yeah, you like network with your friends and family. But Twitter is, is honestly almost what like LinkedIn should have been. Uh, yeah. Because I, I just don't like LinkedIn, um, even though it's supposed to be for networking. Like, I think Twitter is just the best overall for networking and for, for, for chatting because I've I met so many different podcasters and I wouldn't have met looking at looking at Facebook and, and searching podcasts. Yeah. I, I'm terrible at Facebook and, and Instagram myself. I just haven't really, I don't like the user interface. I don't like the idea of like, oh, it's all based off a picture with Instagram. With Twitter, I find myself, it's easy enough, not necessarily easy enough, but it's I, just the premise of it where you're you're putting out a statement, you're sharing a link and, and with the list features on the side there, you can make these great groups and stuff like that and really kind of share ideas uh, as you're seeing amongst us. With Facebook, it feels like it's almost polluted with just so much side advertisements and garbage that it's it's hard to make your voice heard in in that mess oh yeah no i agree it's uh it's kind of funny because a lot of people mess up so much on like and you don't have to include this at all but it's just so funny how people they they don't know how to if you're gonna pin a post at least pin your own post with links to your 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 episodes mm-hmm. or like I, I don't know they, it's just the, like the little things people do that um because i, I also run the the pod people uh networking like i just like retweet yeah, different indie podcasts too, yeah. yeah that's like another full-time job <laughs> but it's like it's because i see that often and it's like hey like you know uh, show your like a gif of what your next episode is about you know i could reach and i'll read to your pinned post and i go to the pinned post and it's like today's tuesday blah blah like it's just some like something funny cool but if i'm going to take the time to look at your account like cool you have a good paranormal uh you're a paranormal podcast i want to i want to listen to some paranormal episodes i finally get to your account i find you and i can't find where your links are at on spotify 
because you have a, a funny quote that you have as your pin pin post. Yeah. Like you gotta have you gotta end of the day, you gotta sell yourself. You gotta have your website. I think like that's why we started using Linktree because that's just like a small yes. link and it gives you every single link possible. And that saves so much space on Twitter. There's there's people who don't use a picture or a video or something on their tweets. You could post like, oh cool, I have a new new episode, hashtag, blah, 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 blah. Guess what? All I see is a bunch of hashtags that just it might as well just be like 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 throw whatever like alphabet alphabet soup yeah. on your on your tweet because I'm not gonna look at it. But you gotta have a picture, you gotta have a gif, you gotta have something that captivates what that's saying because people's attention span are so small. And if yes. you're just gonna put a bunch of words, they give them a book to read because you lost that chance. And there's a thousand other tweets they can refresh and they'll see and you lost that chance. That's, That's my like whole yeah. rant. <laughs> Dude, it's such a good point. And again, just like you were saying, I wouldn't have used Twitter before this much at all, you know. And so I actually had to kind of up my Twitter game and really kind of learn how to oh, you guys are you're killing it. But I actually had to like kind of get better at it. So just to what you were saying there, uh, I started pinning our latest episode and then I would design like a thumbnail essentially for each episode as just kind of something to stop the eyes on just because it was like, okay, I got to make this more visually appealing. And then, you know, you use Linktree, we use iLink, but that any podcaster out there, use one of those so that you can combine Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, all those things in a one easy link, minimize how many characters you're using. Uh, it's the way to go. And uh, the GIFs, I mean, if you're using Twitter, they give them to you for free. Get your GIFs out there, guys. It's just so that people will stop to at least look at the GIF and then look at who posted it. That's that's a really good way to go. Yeah, I, I just, I, I would love to write like a quick little book of like a how-to tweet for podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. just just running that, that pod people account has made me appreciate how much like when people do it right, how how much I I, I spend, uh, I would spend more time on those that do it right than do it wrong, and that's right. ju that just goes for anybody. Um, and just know how links work, and just know like when to post, how to post. Um, yeah, it, it people's attention spans are so short, and to capture to capture that you need to do something like you need to do something where I could click that link and find your episode because it, by the time I read it and I don't have a link then I'm just going to keep scrolling because you already are lost. But the chance to do that. Yeah. We're overloaded with everything that we're seeing. So you guys got to make it easier for us to catch it and something for us to stop on. Just one last thing. I know we've gotten into this other podcast. I want to create now about podcasting all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, just a fun little thing for your reference podcast. I know you're familiar with them. They're, they're oh, a lot yeah. of fun over there. Yeah, for sure. We do this thing now where uh, KT from over there, she'll post a Deadwood GIF. And then I'm always responding with another Deadwood GIF. So we spend so many time. I spend so much time finding new Deadwood GIFs to send her. It's just fun. <laughs> but that's what Twitter's become right there. It's it's a matter of sharing GIFs and creating new friends. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I, I recently learned how to, and I'm not sure if you noticed this, I, I changed kind of my, my Twitter game. I, I recently learned how to download reaction videos. And what okay. I'll do is I'll, I'll have a folder of re reaction videos mm -hmm. and I will just 
I just wait for like a perfect time to like relate that reaction video to that to uh to that video. Um uh, like hey guys, new episode out. This is what I think of how you guys react when a new episode is out. And it was like people getting together and laughing. And then oh they, yeah, like, there was that away. one where everybody's like running to like <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one, yeah. Like the one lady's drinking her margarita real fast and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that like the kid pulls out a gun. <laughs> it's like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just funny reaction videos. And it's like cool. Like I have it on my phone. Like I just have them on the ready when yeah. the perfect moment strikes. I'm like, oh, I got it. I got it, yeah. guys. <laughs> and I'll just post it. And it's so that's what one of my best tweets was just it's always making fun of podcast promoters i don't know what it is oh my god yeah. but like it was like the family guy like hey guys yes this guy's a phony <laughs> it's like dear podcast promoter i don't believe you or something like that and that got over like ten thousand impressions that no, was wait, dude that's crazy that was more than when i i saw just to test it out i paid 50 bucks on twitter to see how far like what benefits like ads i could get on mm -hmm. twitter 50 bucks i got the i got like four thousand impressions and i paid for that and it ends in seconds because twitter could just mass produce your tweet get x amount of impressions i'm like okay i'm done that's <laughs> it thank you for the 50 bucks that's crazy damn it i spent a month trying to sell my three hours later magnets to make that and i made <laughs> a stupid reaction video thing for for podcast promoters and I was so mad that I didn't put my my link tree on, on there oh, because it got God, yeah. it got retweeted like fifty times. It was liked like over a hundred times. That's just like when when you make something like that, you no matter what it is now, I always put my my link. It doesn't even have to evolve my episode or what I'm talking about. But they liked that reaction. Hey, they might just they might just like you because that's your humor they just might like your humor that's and a great so, idea and so no matter what i do now i just post my post my link because they they found me might as well follow me so right. that's at least my ideas that's that's and I, hey i have my marketing degree for a reason right <laughs> well it, it's showing honestly your twitter game's top notch if you see anything that we could improve i'm asking for the help right now on there everybody could hear if I'm messing up, Alex is going to call me on it and let me know what's going on because you guys have been growing fast. And uh, it's, I always commented how much I like <laughs> your guys' album, Mark. You know, Mike's doing a great job. Uh, but yeah, it's it's always looking good. Yeah. No, and, and, and the stuff you're doing, I think we were crossing the 1000 line together. No, no. Like 700, I think it was. So, yeah. It was like early in the day. And we're like, yeah. sweet. Like, let's, let's go support each other. And like, we were just like retweeting each other's like stuff. Like, Let's go, yeah. let's go, let's go. And uh honestly, you you guys have some like there there really isn't much um well if honestly anything that I would change. You guys are doing the right like you guys have such like unique images like when you guys have your images, you have your your geek freaks like logo on there. Um like people should be manipulating what you're doing cuz you're doing things right. Uh, that, that feels good. I appreciate that. That's, yeah, it's it's amazing how much of a full-time job podcasting is because this is the Twitter, there's the social media aspect. But editing, the editing of this episode we're talking about right now is probably going to take me three to four hours just, you know, trying to get me drinking coffee out of it and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Uh, let's call it there, Alex. This has been, again, just such a fantastic episode. I'm so glad we were able to do this. 
I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, sorry for the long edit on this episode. No, oh no, it's all me <laughs> on my side because it's getting too late. I was up too early, and I'm, I have to make sure to catch Mandalorian tonight. So I'm not uh, going to sleep. You. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Well, man, have a great birthday, uh, birthday too. twin out there. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to release this on Sunday, so a day early for the birthday. It's yes. coming out on the 17th. <laughs> yes, I'm looking forward to it. All right, man. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining me and Alex. Please check out Three Hours Later podcast. We'll be adding them to the links on everything. Uh, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. we got a big episode coming your way. All right, everybody. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.